We weren't quite expecting to do that. But I'm always aware that when things change, however much we can get surprised, God is never surprised. So we live in the purposes of God. And I'm excited because I believe that God has got some really wonderful things to show us as we, in faith, conclude this, uh, this sermon series. The last two weeks, we've had this verse as our key verse, taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And the Amplified Version says that God loves, he takes pleasure in, he prizes above other things, and is unwilling to abandon or do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt-to-do-it giver whose heart is in his giving. That's been our key scripture for the last two weeks and will continue to be today. Has everybody been able to pick up a copy of the message notes? If you haven't, just wave your hand and somebody will be kind enough to pass those to you. Thank you. We're talking about a generous heart, something that is is within the nature of God. God is not just good at being generous. He is generosity itself. And the Bible says that as Christians, we have been given everything that we need so that we can be God-like, Timothy tells us. That we can be partakers of the divine nature of God's nature. And so when we put these truths together, we understand that just as God is generous, he has a generous heart for God so loved the world that he gave. Just as God is generous, so as his children made in the likeness of Christ and with a regenerated spirit, we too can take after the likeness. We can be partakers of his divine nature. And what I'd like to look at this this morning is the blessings of a generous heart. The blessings of a generous heart. Now, some of you are thinking, Pastor John, you have just taken two weeks to explain to us that true generosity has nothing to do with me giving In order to get back. Jesus said in in the book of Luke. He said anybody can give to those who love them. Now true generosity is when we love our enemies. Is when we bless those who curse us. True generosity is when somebody wants to take something from us. Instead of grabbing it back. We offer them something else as well. So now, Pastor John, are you changing your mind? Are you now going to tell us that, that this generosity is all about what we get back? Absolutely not. If you'll stick with me this morning, you will see actually that there are biblical blessings that God speaks about that come to us as a result of us having a generous heart, giving of our time our energy, our efforts, our resources, maybe our finances, our belongings, our possessions. As we're generous with those, God says that there is a blessing. In fact, there are many blessings that we experience. Are you interested in finding out what they are? Good. I was going to tell you anyhow, but I'm glad you're interested. (laughs) You know, 
I've said this as well, that, that God is not interested when we give to get. That's not generosity. In fact, that's not really giving. It's more investing. When I love my wife in a certain way because I want her to love me back. That's not generosity. That's actually quite selfish. But when I will love somebody, when I will be generous to somebody, and there is no expectation of a return, that is true generosity. And my friend, that is where the blessings will flow. I know many people who, especially with finances, have caught hold of some so-called teaching that says, if you get, you will get back. And they have given, but it hasn't come back. As I said last week, we will be doing some teaching on biblical finances, and I'll be able to help you with, with some of these these principles. But when we're talking about generosity, we're talking about that heart that gives even when there is no chance that there's going to come anything back. How does God bless us? Let's find out. The Bible says, this is the first blessing, that God makes provision. God makes provision. Wouldn't it be desperate if God said, I want you to be generous, but I'm not going to give you anything to be generous with? That would be difficult. But the Bible says in, in, in the scriptures around our key verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, that God blesses us with those things that we can give. He blesses us as he makes provision for us. Read these verses with me as you'll see them on the screen. Verse 6 of the ninth chapter of 2 Corinthians. But this I say, says Paul, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully generously will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves and will not do without a cheerful giver. Verse 8. Now listen, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness." Amazing verses from God's word. Let's go back to verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always. What does always mean? Always. Always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance. 
for every good work. Is there anything in that verse that hints that you may not quite have enough to be generous? No. First of all, it's God that makes the provision in all, with all sufficiency in all things and you will have abundance for all good works. Whatever God asks us to be generous in, he will give us. He will make provision for us to be so. That is the blessing of God. That when he expects us and asks us to be generous with the things that he gives us, he will never ever leave us short. But we will always have an abundance. An abundance. Sometimes we've grown up in, in church environments where perhaps the image of God has been one of less than abundance. Where God will give us just enough for what we need. We learn the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. And we think that's all God wants to give me is my daily bread. Now God wants to bless you with abundance. Not so that you can get rich and do nothing with it. And that your security becomes in, in what he has blessed you with. But so that you can be generous in works. God wants to use us to show his liberality. His generosity. Now friends, it was the church that started many of the social works that we have in the world today. In, the, in England, it was the church that started the schooling system. It was the church and Christians that started the, the medical systems. And so it is around the world. God wants to bless this world through his church. And that was a good place, if you felt like it, to say amen. Because God is an abundant God. And Jesus said, I've come to give you an abundant life. Not so that we get fat and sit and get lazy, but so we can be giving what God has given to us. We've freely been given so that we can freely give away. Let's talk about the blessings that we receive then. Number one, freedom from worry and anxiety. Here in Luke 12, a scripture that we've been looking at, he says, Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these practical material things, food and clothes, things that we work hard for. All of these things shall be added to you. Do not fear. Don't worry. Don't get 